Hello, I'm Darren Heath, and I'd like to introduce Caroline Stockman, Chief Executive of the Association of Corporate Treasurers. Today continues our Strategic Insights series of short podcasts, and I'm intrigued to hear more about Leaving Things Behind, which is the title of today's session. Thanks, Darren, as ever. I think it's a real art to be able to leave things behind us, to learn from them, but not let them affect us in a negative way by fixating on them, or worrying to a degree which isn't healthy. I think we often have a tendency to do just that. And having seen my father spend much of his life in that kind of zone, I really want to try to be different from that and also to share that with others. Do you recognise that feeling during the day when you just don't feel at your best? There's something bothering you and you can't quite put your finger on it. A kind of niggling? But when you reflect, you remember that the bad mood set in when someone said something unkind to you, or something happened which pushed one of your buttons, or you remembered something that made you feel guilt, perhaps. I'm getting better at how to deal with this, but in the past I would be affected for several hours, and during that time a lot of my energy was misdirected and wasted on something which I could do nothing about. Another kind of example would be when you're just not quick enough to come back with a smart answer to something, a witty retort, or to explain where you were coming from when you've been misunderstood. And you mull over it afterwards, keeping coming back to the should-haves, could-haves and wish-ids. I'm sure we can all think of examples from our daily interactions with others, including strangers who we'll never see again. So, what are the ways in which we can deal with this energy-sapping mind talk and mood change that has no practical outcome, given we can't go back in time to do things differently? One of the answers is by being in the present, which we've talked about before in this series. If you're really in the present, then it's difficult, if not impossible, to also be in the past. We can also do some of our own mind talk by telling ourselves repeatedly that the past is the past, and it's certainly not the future. We start to believe it and then can let go of things more readily. We get into a habit of thinking forwards rather than backwards. Though that's, of course, when we're not simply in the present. (laughs) By looking at things that are in the past, which aren't great memories, including those that make us feel uncomfortable, maybe feeling bad about ourselves and the way we were treated, or feeling guilt for something we wish we hadn't done, we can certainly think about what we might learn from the experience, and even make decisions about what we will do differently in the future. This is a constructive way of thinking about the past, but it does need to be managed as we don't want to fall into a downward spiral of negativity, which can so easily be the case. We do learn from failures, it is said, and they're certainly memorable enough. But if we can't even face thinking about them without a sinking feeling in the stomach, then how can we learn from them really? And if we don't address this, what actually happens is that we carry the failures with us for a long, long time whilst not ever learning from them, because we're not facing them. If we turn this around, however, we can take the learnings and forget the failure and the feelings and emotions it's been generating. We therefore go from a lose-lose situation to one that's win-win. Another aspect of leaving things behind is our attachment to things, or not letting things go. It's like the saying, if you love someone, you need to let them go. We can apply this to a whole range of things we get attached to. The people that we always choose over others, the ideas we don't want to change, the first drafts we write and don't want to abandon, and all the things we did to get us where we are. As for the book, What Got You Here Won't Get You There, we suffer from the delusion that if we continue doing things the same way, our path to success will continue unimpeded. Einstein's definition of insanity, in fact. 
The book and theory say that what you did previously might have been holding you back from even greater success. Who knows? And it's a kind of laziness which brings the risk of halting or stalling our own development because we've decided somewhere along the line that we're actually rather clever and have learned most of what there is to know about life. In today's fast-paced world, it's dangerous to think like this, as we're not only self-limiting in terms of our potential, but also in terms of keeping up with the world around us. What can we do then to change this fundamental pattern of behaviour which so many of us experience? By setting out the things you do which are habitual, but not necessarily the best way of doing things, you can start to think how big the problem might be. And you can also start to think of actions to address any areas for development. This could be at the level of, I always select Jane to attend this sort of event. Maybe I should shake that up a bit. Or indeed, this is my management style and it served me well, but maybe I should get some 360-degree feedback to see if it's as good as I think it is. Why not look out for a book which sets out some of the new developments in technology? Or go on a short online course like that offered by the Centre for Finance, Technology and Entrepreneurship, the CFTE, one of the ACT's partners. Think about the anecdotes you relate to others. Are they oldies but goodies, or in fact just old and tired? Is it time for a freshen up, and, and how can you do that? Well, the secret is to develop some new experiences and hence new stories. Recycling can only go so far. You need to get out there and leave some of the old habits and patterns behind. So, be in the present. Learn briefly from the past. Let go of old habits that no longer serve you well. And you'll find you're already partway on the journey to becoming that person you could be. Thanks once again, Caroline, for sharing your insights with us. And looking forward to the next podcast, where you'll be talking about gossiping. Sounds fun. But until then, it's goodbye from Caroline and from me. And thank you for listening. 